0: Oh, Oh, shoot.
1: Love you guys. Good morning.
0: Good morning.
2: Good morning, LKN.
0: 7.06. Happy
2: Tuesday to you. Bill the Buffer on the sticks. He's wearing the official WSIC gear today. Bill, was that um, out of necessity choice? How did that come about that you decided to wear a WSIC T-shirt today? Uh Uh-oh. I just threw it on. It yeah. felt right. Yeah. Was it sitting in a pile, like, next to the bed? Was it, Nicely like, folded, in, folded? A in a drawer. In a drawer? Dresser, yeah. So you're a fold in the drawer, fold a t-shirt, yes. put it in the drawer are, type what person. You?
3: What are you? Uh, I just kind
2: of roll it up. Okay. I'll kind of do, like, the Pete Pablo, and then I shove it I down like in that. there. I yeah. do like that. Uh, we're joined right now by Maureen and Kayla. From Berkdale. Berkdale is here in the building. They didn't bring the whole Berkdale. They just brought <laughs> like the team. Yeah. You tried?
4: Yeah, yeah we, we tried, tried really hard.
2: Are you t shirt folders and put them in the drawers or what are yours? I am a
4: folder in the drawer.
2: Kayla?
5: I I have a pile and some drawers. Okay.
2: <laughs> so, pile and drawers, yeah. or in some drawers.
5: I try to get it in the drawer. In the folded, drawers, okay. But sometimes it ends up in a pile. All
2: right. Well, yeah. I just was curious. You know, everyone's a little different. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't discriminate. That's okay. Uh, Maureen's been here before, probably a couple times now. Uh, not on Good Morning, but in general at WSIC. Mm-hmm. Kayla, is this your first time on the microphone with WSIC or no? Yes,
5: I'm very excited.
2: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get this. Wait. Let's we let's interview Kayla let Let's do it. Uh, where are you from, Kayla?
5: I'm from here, Charlotte.
2: You're from yeah. Charlotte, mm-hmm. like born, yes, in Charlotte.
5: Born and raised. I don't
2: know if I believe you. There's not many people that can say I that promise. these days. Yeah.
5: I- I don't have my license on me, but I can go get it. <laughs> I know like two people that were born here.
4: Yeah, that's Jeez. it.
2: That's what I mean. Where'd you go to high school?
5: North Mech. <laughs> right oh, down the
2: road. Oh, yeah. Bill, I tried to tell you, watch out when these ladies walked in. I told
5: you. <laughs> so
2: Bill and I went to Hopewell. I think we talked about yes, that whenever yeah. we chatted. So how did you get involved with this one over here? <laughs> this, she's pretty wild, by the yeah. way. Yeah. She's pretty wild. <laughs> how did you get involved with her?
5: Um, Well, I graduated college and then I went up to Ohio to work for a little bit and then COVID hit. So so I mm, moved I back remember. home. Yeah. <laughs> I moved back home and then I saw Burkdale was hiring and I grew up coming to Burkdale and sure. loved it. So I was like, I have to apply. And then Maureen and I, yeah, hit it off. Yeah.
2: So Bill and I, I was telling Maureen last time when we chatted, Bill and I used to do the Burkdale 500 where mm-hmm. you just drive the car around the loop all the yeah. time. Was that, a still, was that a thing for you guys in high school too, whenever you guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: I had. See, it was yeah. a real it's thing. It's still a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it? Day. Oh, it's still, still going on.
2: I thought it became illegal in like 12 countries. Okay. All right. No, that's fair. Taste of Burkdale coming up mm-hmm. next weekend. Yeah. This is a big event.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're bringing it back to the community. We're so excited. Um, tickets are on sale on our website right now. We have... Uh, nine participating restaurants from Birkdale, And We're also bringing um, our beneficiary, which is Community Culinary School of Charlotte. They're going to be setting up a station. That's cool. um, Chef Ron is doing some really great work in this community, um, assisting adults who would typically face employment barriers um, due to incarceration, addiction, recovery. He's also working with um, adults that are you know, looking at a career change. So he has Uh, 14-week programs that he runs um, and trains them in the service and hospitality industry. And then when they graduate, he gets them Full time and gainful employment.
2: Nine restaurants. Are you going to have though at least twenty one flavors? Like, are we competing with Basket Robbins? We're at all? not, okay, but we have
4: not. a lot of amazing food that's coming out. Um, we have from Bad Daddies, Red Rocks, um, also Suffolk Punch. One of our new tenants Ooh. is coming out to serve some bites, so we're very excited about Wait, it. Wait,
2: is that the two story beer mm-hmm. garden one? Okay, yeah. big
4: time. Yeah, so we're really excited about that. And then we're going to have some live music, some very cool entertainment for everyone to look at. Um, but again, tickets are on sale. There's six uh, and that gets you all the food, all the drinks, uh, October 14th from 2 to 5.
2: Looking at your website, burkdalevillage.com. Mm-hmm. You guys have a live cam now in okay. Burkdale? Oh, Is yeah. that new? How
5: long has that been there? We started that when we went through construction. We actually had a live camera during construction. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I
2: remember yeah. seeing pictures of it, but I didn't realize you guys had literally on the homepage. Go to burkdalevillage.com. There's just a, of the plaza. Yeah. The plaza. Just the plaza. Maureen told me what the plaza was. Yeah. Last
5: time, sure, by the way. So if there's anybody you want to spy on at Burkdale. I do it. My daughter's <laughs> down there sometimes. And
4: I'm like, I can see you. <laughs> just, like... just hanging.
2: Hey, that's not a bad, like nanny cam kind of right? Right? That's not a bad spot to hang out. Kaylee, you do the social media marketing kind of stuff too.
5: Yeah, I work under Maureen for social media. You're and pretty
2: it. good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You do a pretty good job. <laughs> uh, what's like your inspiration? Like it's artsy, right? Like, so what's your insp- like is it, like Lady Gaga your favorite? Like who 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 do you look to for inspiration in the social sphere?
5: Yeah, it comes from all over. Um I we have a bunch of other properties um on kind of like the East Coast and in Georgia and stuff, and they um all the social media coordinates kind of bounce ideas off each mm-hmm. other and we have great resources that north american Pro- properties gives us and um it, and inspiration from the property itself from Burkdale and the people there is kind of just go out and start filming and taking pictures and Having yeah. a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Maureen,
2: you were talking about that last time you were in about just like the relationship with North, North American is so unique mm-hmm. that they do like actually care yeah. about things. Mm-hmm. So how do things stand right now? You know, everything good? Everything, yeah, everything's everyone's amazing. happy? Yeah,
4: everything's great. Um, Like Kaylee said when she was here last week, we really are, we work very closely with our, our corporate family. So it's not necessarily two entities.
2: So you've got like a couple events coming. And I don't want to mm-hmm. take like, Taste of Berkdale a great yes. big event. A lot of yes. people, a great vendors, yep. a great opportunity to hang out. Now, it's 21 and up, is that right? Yeah,
4: it is 21 and up okay. for Taste of Berkdale, but we do have, um, October's a big month for us. We also have, obviously, our more family-friendly um, weekends coming up. October 21st, we have our last Lights Camera Burkdale, which is a showing of Hocus Pocus, the original, oh. not the second, that's very important to <laughs> note. Okay, yes. um, we're having We're gonna show Hocus Pocus on our big screen. We have the Sanderson sisters coming out, a very cool photo moment. Regal's going to provide popcorn, so it's going to be a super fun night on October 21st, which is free and open to the public.
2: That's a great time.
4: And then on the 28th, like we just talked about, we have our trick-or-treat from 10 to 12, which we're very excited about. (sighs) There's um, a lot
2: going on on October 28th. I know, There's a lot going on in October right now. You guys are entering holiday season, Mm -hmm. so you have like Mm -hmm. back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back events.
4: When is Santa scheduled to arrive? Santa's arriving on November 18th with our uh, lighting of Burkdale Village, which is um, obviously all of our super fun activities for families from two to four, and then our kicking off our Santa Parade, which with Hopewell High School, actually.
5: Yeah, um, I saw the marching band at, last yeah, year. At 4:30 oh, awesome.
4: Yeah, at 4.30 p.m. is when our parade's gonna start and welcome Santa into the village. I mean,
3: she is a walking calendar. She's <laughs> just got it, right?
4: I'm
3: <laughs> not, it's incredible. I don't have to work at all right now. This is absolutely
2: <laughs> amazing. So, no, November 4th at 4.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have nothing November 4th. <laughs> don't do that to her. Don't. I don't have anything then.
2: <laughs> so when, you, when you're looking at calendar events and you're thinking about this holiday season, like what's the easiest way for people to keep in touch with Burkdale, would you say? It's
4: always uh, checking the social platforms and our website.
2: Do you prefer Instagram? Do you prefer... Like, what's your favorite, Kayla? Like, where do you... Where he always do you... tries to get
4: you with a what's your favorite.
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't choose favorites. Um, don't do that. No. Don't, be, don't listen to your boss right now. Perso- personally, I'm a very visual person, so I love Instagram. Um... Yeah, but Facebook and Twitter or, or X, sorry, mm-hmm. are gotta get great. right. Yeah, you gotta get gotta right. Get right. Um, yeah, I, I think our demographic um, and the people that come to Burkdale Village are usually Facebook and Instagram are probably the primary ones they use. But
2: do you think that? Um, would you say that it's been accurate the community has been receptive to everything as far as the events and the setup and are they liking the stuff you guys are doing, or is it everybody coming in just cranky and having a bad time?
4: No, <laughs> how could you have a bad time? There's face painters and still walkers
3: everywhere. That's yeah. <laughs> my son is all about the face painting these days, all about it. Oh yeah.
4: No, they've been the community's been great. So it's been awesome to kind of reintroduce this programming but kind of freshen it up, give it a new look.
2: I was in Berkdale uh Saturday night. I was at Bricks. I told you my son loves bricks, absolutely loves bricks. And and it seemed like there was like homecoming going on or something. Like, what was mm-hmm. up? Like it was super busy, in I Birkdale think so.
4: yeah, I think so, because, um, I was at my daughter's uh, my son's baseball game, and I heard teenagers talking about homecoming. So I do believe it was Saturday evening,
2: okay. Burkdale Village. We're hanging out with Maureen and Kayla here. Uh, we're gonna go to break real quick. And then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more taste of Burkdale coming up next weekend. <laughs> Good morning, okay seven eighteen. And we made it. You're here. If you're on the streets, you better be driving safe. You need to be riding iCats. Rideicats.com, alternative transportation. Take you from Iredell County to the city of Charlotte. Three bucks each way. What a steal. What a deal. We've got Jeff on the phone. He's cruising right now. Are you in the HOV lane right now, Jeff?
0: Right now, I am uh, waiting for some passengers in Mooresville. Uh, so I'm I'm not driving at the moment. Uh, but traffic this morning... From uh, from Statesville to Charlotte, uh, 77 north and southbound, uh, notice traffic is getting heavier as people are getting off to work. So just uh, uh, be careful out there because there is heavy traffic this morning. Uh, As far as on the secondary roads, I've not heard of any incidents in the Statesville-Mooresville area. No accidents to report, which is a good thing.
2: That is a great thing. I expect we'll probably hear about that bottlenecking that always goes on as people are peering over the bridge onto Lake Norman, through Davidson it, down it to is. Huntersville. I imagine that's going to happen here at some point.
6: It,
0: it does. Uh, for for people that that constantly travel, you kind of know where where your your bottle up points are, and that's usually between uh, 31 and Mooresville uh, down to. Um, 485 going south and then coming north from 485 up to the Cornelius uh, Lake area.
2: But here's the advantage. If you ride ICATS, you cruise in the toll lanes all the way through. That's the advantage of riding ICATS. If you want alternative transportation, ride ICATS.com. It's a buck also throughout Iredell County. Maybe you got to go to the grocery. You got to go by the drugstore. You got to go get some Wendy's. I don't know what you're doing today. That's okay. ICATS can take you there. Jeff, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you at the 8 o'clock hour.
0: All right, have a good morning.
2: You too. Rideicats.com. All right, let's have a little fun.
0: Let's see.
1: It's time for the word of the day. What's the word?
3: Today's word of the day. Uh, today's word of the day is Echt. 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 Is it what? Is that German?
2: Uh, I don't know. Not sure. Yeah, We're know. not sure at this point.
3: This is actually English.
2: It's English. Okay, yeah, got I'm it.
3: Speaking English. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if I, I mean, I've heard that word in a sentence, but not, I don't think in the proper, you know, grammar. For those following along at home, we're dealing with an adjective here. E-C-H-T, echt. And an adjective uh, describes something. Sure. So
2: this is a descriptive word to describe something. Correct.
3: Is it formal? It's a mostly formal. Mostly formal. Mostly formal. Wow. Okay. May it's I got I, a little party too. May it.
2: we have a in a sentence, please, sir? Because Maureen and Kayla are gonna play along here too. Let's see. Okay. So Excellent. this is the word of the day. Bill gives me a word, Kayla, and I've got to guess the definition. All right. Let's see how it goes.
3: I think I have their mics muted. I think sorry, you I do. No, no, it's okay. Um, an echt New Englander wouldn't dream of putting tomatoes in their clam chowder.
2: Wouldn't dream of putting what tomatoes, tomatoes in their glam chowder, right? An echt,
3: echt, right? An official,
4: yeah, maybe proper,
3: proper, official, formally right. known as proper. Okay, okay, you guys are beating around it. It's it's it's. You're not too far. Maybe if I give you this, uh, an- another sentence probably would be good. All right, um, let's see. Uh, the stands are echt Chicago, gritty, down to earth, and glitzy.
4: Um, maybe like typical. Or, like...
3: That's pretty close. Wow. She's close. She's flirting with. The human calendar, (laughs) Maureen is is flirting with.
5: She's also a dictionary. (laughs) She is also
3: a dictionary. I
5: really like Wordle.
3: (laughs) So, echt is an adjective used mostly in formal or literary speech and writing as a synonym of authentic, genuine, and true. Okay. Echt. Echt. I'm trying it. It sounds like Greek, almost, like, echt.
4: I was thinking more like
3: Yiddish, but Yiddish,
4: maybe, yeah. <laughs> probably a little bit of everything.
2: So, it's, is it New Englandish? Is that is that closer to, I to think the origin? That was origin? just in the. That was just the sentence. sentence. It had nothing to do with the origin of the word. Okay, yep. well, there you go. So, there's the word of the day as I drop my pen. The uh, the authentic. It's where, yeah, that's where Bill gives me a word, and I've got to guess the definition. But Kaylee, on Friday. I have to put all the words together in a singular sentence. Oh wow. It's a challenge. Alternate. I might need the human dictionary to make that happen <laughs> at some point. We'll work on that later. So Burkdale, BurkdaleVillage.com. Mm-hmm. Do you do you, do you care if people call it Burkdale or Burkdale Village? Like what's like is there a formal version of that of that? I don't think so. No? Just yeah. whatever's vibing with somebody mm-hmm. that day? Yeah. Okay. Are you finding people are coming more from out of town than just in town now at this point, given all the variety of vendors and businesses you guys have?
5: I think our concierge team um, mm-hmm. and their recaps will note a lot of people saying this is their first time visiting. They're in the area. They heard about Burkdale Village. Um, they just wanted to stop by and check it out. Um, so I think we're for sure getting more people from and, and the Charlotte area um, to come visit. But I know we have our mm-hmm. typicals. Yeah. Our, 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 re- our
4: regulars. Of course. Yes.
2: Now the concierge service is unique. Mm-hmm. You've built up such a great spot. You need people to help, like find like a map. Like yeah. is that like really what we're? Is that the concept? Or yeah, what's...
4: I mean it's it's essentially like every, anything you could need from like chapstick and band aids to you know can you create a, a gender reveal for my wife or something wow. like that? Yeah. So they're like really like hotel the, level yeah like, yeah. like boots on the ground wow. team that assists with like anything that a guest should need when they. Come there.
2: Can people rent out the space? Do you guys like let that happen Like, if they wanted to do I know like that, something?
4: Yeah, I know that Concierge works uh, with our guests and they create picnics and experiences. But yeah, we can we can work with our um, ancillary team in Atlanta. And if you wanted to host an event or do something like that, we would be able to
2: now, obviously make it'll that go, It'll go deeper when the hotel finally arrives. We'll save that for another day. <laughs> uh, so, so looking at the space, looking at all the wonderful continuous construction that's still going mm-hmm. on, how, are you guys going to be fully leased up soon or are you already technically fully we leased We are up?
4: already technically fully leased
2: up. That's got to be a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now can yeah. we just sit back and chill and put our feet up? or like, Oh what yeah, Kaylin and yeah. I
4: just sip coffee and That's you know, we, we've got nothing to do over there. <laughs> just lounging for the yeah. day.
2: Not bad. Yeah. Do you allow the tenants to put up like Christmas lights and things like that? Are they allowed to participate when it comes to festivities on their balconies? They
4: instead? can They can participate with in-store activations and things like that but it just depends on their lease agreement what they're able to do outside.
2: Are, are you finding? that the residents... Is it is it a lot of turnover since the previous residents before you guys do, started doing the renovations? Is it a lot of new tenants or is, did people stay like that? We
4: held on to, obviously, our legacy tenants, but uh, we signed, what, like 18 new leases? For or Haven? Or yeah, for Haven. Are about Haven? Or well, I was the residential. residential. Oh, the residential? Yeah, the residential. Yeah. yeah, the residential, I know that they had some turnover, but yeah. um, right now, they're pretty close to being leased.
2: And do you guys do any marketing or anything for the residential or no, that's we assist separate? Their,
4: yeah, we assist their management team. Yeah.
2: Oh, you're straight commercial. Mm-hmm. You're straight getting Just, events. Yeah. Yes.
5: Yeah.
4: Okay. Yes.
2: So I met Kayla the first time at Buttermilk Sky uh-huh. after we had chatted yeah. there. Did you get
5: a pie? No, I actually I don't like pie. What? I wish I did because buttermilk <laughs> is looks delicious. so good, yeah. but What I'm kind of dessert a- do you like? I'm a a Kilwins chocolate strawberry girl. Oh,
3: Kilwin's. Yeah, you know Kayla's had a day when she goes gets a chocolate strawberry for you. You'll see her go to give her a minute.
5: Give her a
3: minute. Yeah, (laughs)
5: Stephanie's like, oh, you need a you need a chocolate (laughs) cover. We need to make it a doubles today.
2: (laughs) Well, next weekend is Taste of Burkdale Mm -hmm. going on. Tickets are 60 bucks, you said? Yes. Okay, and you can buy them BurkdaleVillage.com. Okay, so go to Burkdalevillage.com. You can buy the tickets to Taste of Burkdale. Nine restaurants there. Mm -hmm. It's like all inclusive though, right? Like there's drinks, there's like a little bit of everything. Yeah, we're
4: gonna have two open bars selling both alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages, nine restaurants, one station for Community Culinary School of Charlotte, live band, awesome walking entertainment, and some special surprises I'm looking forward for to it. It's
2: going to be—it's yeah. always a great time. What you guys are doing at Burkdale is nothing short of miraculous. The <laughs> way it is, uh, the fountain's working. So, are all the children going to be gated inside of the fountain area during Taste of Burkdale? So the parents can just <laughs> run around. What's that? Twenty-one going to be? and
4: over. That's it. So no children allowed. <laughs> in Only adult. on adults. Only adults. Parents the... need <laughs> parents need to have a day. They can come on the twenty-first and the twenty-eighth.
2: That's good. <laughs> uh, so, will there be parking in the middle? Are you guys going to block it off as part of Taste of Burkdale? Like it's just going to no, be no. It's going to be open.
4: We're not blocking okay. any streets or parking nothing everything will be open yep because it's all contained in the plaza area
2: how many people are you anticipating for that like what's the goal
4: our goal, um, we're close to it, uh, was like 200 250 so okay. we're, we're getting there. So, so
2: you're not trying to make this like festival status, everyone's climbing on top of each other. You want people to actually have some space and be able to yeah, enjoy this. Yeah, time, I want right?
4: everyone to come, enjoy, raise some money for an awesome foundation. Oh, so. And
2: talk about the foundation again. So who is the money being raised for? It's for
4: Community Culinary School of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they're doing awesome work in the community, assisting adults who would typically face employment barriers and getting them you know, gainful full-time employment in the restaurant and service industry.
2: I find that unique that you guys are assisting the community, particularly the nonprofit. So Mm -hmm. I'm also on the board of the Hope House. I know. Yeah,
4: we're doing a picnic there on the 29th. Which
2: is wild. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know. I was like, uh, Debbie O'Hanley, the executive director, whose her show is today at – Three o'clock community mm-hmm. center. She co hosts with Margie Kyle. Yeah. Uh, she was like, Yeah, Berkdale's like doing like this nonprofit. I said, Berkdale's doing what? They're, <laughs> they're giving away cash
4: now to nonprofits? <laughs>
2: what is going on? And so, what, what inspired that? Was that like a North American properties thing? Was that like a local thing? North was that? American
4: properties is, I mean, Berkdale's always done givebacks during the holidays, but North American properties is very big on community initiatives. Um, so, they have their own committee that uh, they form called NAP Cares. So, um, they look for opportunities in the community to get back and raise money. Okay.
2: Kayla, do people have to sign waivers to be in photos? Or is it just because you're there, you get to, you you're subject <laughs> <Yeah>. yourself.
5: <laughs> it is in our property guidelines. If you come on property, you do subject yourself to photography, but. If I'm walking around and somebody says they don't feel comfortable, mm-hmm. obviously I'm you push, completely You okay. put it in their face <laughs> even yeah. more? Like yeah. that's we, we put <laughs> them there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but everybody's typically a good sport about it. So,
2: Do you yeah. find that like really good weather helps with pictures or like could you just make like a Picasso even if it's like
5: the <laughs> outside? Good weather does help a lot, but um, sometimes when it's a little overcast, it does um, help the lighting. You know, lighting's a big factor.
2: Okay so Maureen said that you, you know she picked her favorite last time I she was not. on I did not What is your favorite shop in Berkdale and not oh, kill ones so you can't funny. say kill ones because you don't have that many bad days. So it you don't It depends
5: say on
4: the day. They're um, all our babies. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I almost got it. That I, I was real close, Bill. I almost had her that time. All right. So Taste of Burkle coming up uh, next weekend, October fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Fourteenth. Yes. October. It's just one day. It's just one day. It's not like a weekend thing. Mm-hmm. You can't spend the night. It's not going to be like no. what was that festival in the desert that went really bad? No, it's
4: not Burning Man. Burning Man. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be Burning
2: Man. You're going to have a great day. Yes. Sixty bucks per ticket berkdalevillage.com. Thank you both so much for coming by and hanging out. Uh, You're gonna go do some stuff.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna go get kids, drop them off. And go put your feet up and do no work (laughs) because you guys are leased up. Yeah, We're all leased up, we do nothing. That's it, good morning, LKN
2: 844 (laughs) Studio Four. We'll be right back. Good morning, OK, at 7.33. Thank you to Burkdale Village. And Burkdale Village does have names. The people have names. Maureen and Kayla, they were in here. Let's get it right. They were in here. We were having a great time. Uh, appreciate them chatting. Taste of Burkdale coming up next weekend, the 14th. Tickets, 60 bucks, burkdalevillage.com. Over 21 flavors. They are beating out Baskin Robbins. And it's a good time. And you're going to enjoy it. I hope. Uh, I hope you do. No children, 21 and up, that's the rule. That's the rule. All right, got an update for you uh, from YouTube. So, as you may have learned yesterday, as I Vietnamese, 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 Vietnamese? something like that, told you that YouTube has banned us. Again, Dr. Fred, who called me yesterday, it was late, I was home with the kids, I gotta call him back today. Dr. Fred continuously likes to discuss topics that giant social media companies don't like us talking about. But look, we're a news station. Believe it or not, we actually are a news station. I know we're, we're a lot of entertainment, but no, we actually are a news station. And so Dr. Fred, Dr. Fred Lowry, pharmacist, doctor of natural medicine... Lowry Drug on Hartness Road in Statesville, third generation pharmacist. Dude reads medical papers, and he's talk. He talks about COVID. He talks about COVID. He's allowed to. It's, it's the First Amendment. YouTube doesn't like it. So come into the studio yesterday, amongst other things, which are which actually kind of make you wonder, kind of make you wonder a little bit. Uh, some of the other things that went on, that went on yesterday. Inside of the studio, Uh, so we got we hop on YouTube to connect connect for the video stream. Says, oh wait, community guidelines strike. Whoa whoa whoa! What's going on here? Pop it open, open the Googles, get to the YouTube. You know Google owns YouTube, right? You do know that. And so we get to our YouTube channel. We're looking at the back end. Community guidelines strike, Dr. Fred Lowry. I say, okay, what did Dr. Fred say this time? Because you know that happened last time too. We got we got. A community guideline strike last time last time we got put in youtube jail for one week now two weeks and they play the three strike game two strikes bottom of the ninth bill who you have in bat if it's two strikes bottom of the ninth who you put into the plate to bat uh anyone for the orioles anyone for the orioles justin kazepas up to the bat up to the batter's box taking the plate And so now, now we have to make a decision. We got to figure some things out because they say three strikes, our whole channel can get pulled. We put all of our content, all of our content gets live streamed to YouTube. We utilize that as our playlist. WSICnews.com. You can listen or watch any show anytime on demand. All the content we do. You know, we do the most local content compared to anybody. Toe to toe. Put us against anybody. Any other station. Most local content. We're here every morning. Pat Shannon, host of the Home Ad Show. You got to buy something, sell something, trade something. Kittens and mittens, mittens and kittens. Maybe you got a birthday, you got an anniversary. Pat's giving stuff away every single day. That's 9 to 11. 11 to 12, Monday through Friday, our power hour. Today's Tuesday, hometown hour at 11 o'clock. The town of Mooresville hosting a show. Megan Suber, director of communication and marketing. She'll be in. And then, of course, noon to 3, for the National Politics Addicts, Todd starts. Three o'clock, community-centered. Debbie O'Hanley, executive director of the Hope House Foundation, and Margie Kyle of Little Smiles, co-hosting that show. Four o'clock, Justin Dion, executive director, Kane Center of the Arts. Kane Center of the Arts or for the Arts? I think for the Arts. Kane Center for the Arts. Know the scene. Does he have uh, the art, who's he got on today? Do you know, Bill? I'm sorry. I know, I I just shouldn't be just asking you random questions Like, like, hey, Bill. I know Maureen is the, the dictionary and the, 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 the calendar. I, I was, I thought you would be the, I don't know, the thesaurus. We, will you be my thesaurus? No, I'm not even going to get a, not even going to get a response now at this point. point, five o'clock Monday through Friday, Brian Summers coming to you from studio a in Statesville. The most local man in radio native to Statesville born and raised went off to Washington hung out with Obama for a little bit, now he's back, and he's doing a show there in Statesville. Excuse, President Obama. Apologies.
3: I think, he was, I think he was hanging out with President Obama when Obama was president. Anna Dean. Big, Anna Dean? Anna Dean. That's who Justin's having on his show. Anna so, Dean.
2: Oh, yes. God, okay, so She's we're back to Know artist. The Scene. Yes. Justin Dion, host of uh, Know The Scene, four o'clock today. She's a visual artist? Correct. Is she going to be painting? She may. Okay, so you're going to want to watch the live stream, which you can do directly on our website wsicnews.com, and then Joe Berg, WSIC Sports Director, hosting the scoreboard with Joe Berg Monday Big through Friday. Day.
3: Big times for sports, you know what's going on in sports. I don't know well, anything today. It was Monday night football on last night? Was last night Monday night? Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. It was. Yes. Yes. Then yes. Okay. Did yeah. you which version did you watch? Did you watch um, the I regular? I watched a little bit of both uh, because. For some reason, when the ESPN title came on, or I was watching ESPN, and they were like, uh, well, Will Ferrell's about to hop on with... uh, Peyton and Eli Manning? Right. That's what I mean by both.
2: So ESPN 2, Peyton and Eli Manning, I prefer the Peyton and Eli version than the regular.
3: It's funny because it kind of reminds me of what we do. Yeah, complete shenanigans. Right, where I hear them like, oh, commercial, wait till after the commercial, and then... (laughs) (laughs) You know, <laughs> then Will it does something anyway, heartbreak. and he's like, oh, Payne's like, oh no, it's perfect. I just know the guy who's yelling in their ear like, no, come on, come on, no, all right, let it happen. <laughs> Anybody's better than Chris Collinsworth. Ah, uh, yes, yes.
2: Is that an okay thing? Am I allowed to say that, or am I going to get canceled I, for saying
3: that? I'm not sure. I personally uh, don't like. I don't, know what, I don't know what I don't like about him. I think it's just a smile. I'm, I'm sure smile? he's probably fine. I'm sure he's. A he nice doesn't guy. care. No, oh, does I'm sure he's a nice care. guy. It <laughs> nothing personal. It's absolutely nothing personal. Right. His voice just makes this m- guy right here. I tell you,
2: <laughs> it just kind of hurts my ears. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just, maybe it's his face. No, I'm just. Oh, kidding. but we got <laughs> baseball
3: playoffs tonight.
2: Baseball playoffs tonight. Baseball playoffs today.
3: Yes. Okay, and go. Tonight.
2: You can go ahead and answer the phone. So the phones ring at eight four four studio four if you want to be part of the conversation. Uh, baseball playoffs tonight. Are the Orioles playing tonight? Orioles are not playing tonight. Okay. Um, they're not. I got the hand, I got the head shake that no, the Orioles are not playing tonight. Uh, I, I'm not really into a lot of sports. I mean, I like watching. Like, I'll put it on in the background. My background sport, though, is like golf, typically. Like, that's what I'll put on and if, like, there's a sport on or, or NASCAR because I feel like it's a good, like, leave it on. Let's see what happens. You're going to be here for a while. Just personally, like, baseball isn't going to be that sport for me. It's just not. I... I I had a challenge with Bill Russell, president of Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce. He challenged me, because I I talk a lot of smack about baseball. Talk a lot of smack about baseball. Bill Russell challenged me. (laughs) Breaking news from the WSIC News Traffic Desk. We've got Bill the Buffer. What's going on, Bill?
3: Oh, yeah, there was traffic. How did you know? I heard you say Jeff. Oh, okay. I can Uh, hear through the window a little bit. More than a a little
2: bit. I'm letting the listeners in. Breaking the fourth wall.
3: Oh, cool. Well, so, um, traffic jam. If you are heading 77 southbound from Troutman to Mooresville, it is stop traffic. I recommend finding an alternate route. And by I, I mean Jeff from iCats.
2: Jeff from iCats, rideicats.com. See, this is, this is what local is all about, baby. This is what local is all about. Jeff driving the streets, calling in with that update, giving it to you, the, the, the people, giving you the insight. So if you're heading south on 77, anywhere around Mooresville to Troutman area, Find alternative transportation. You know what you should do? Ride iCats, because then you can cruise that HOV lane all the way down to the city of Charlotte. If you're a daily commuter, three bucks, three bucks each way. Jeff goes down twice. They pick up twice. Hey, if you got to just run a quick errand too around town, a dollar throughout Iredell County. I I think it'd be funny. Like schedule a pickup and go somewhere. Like what would be like the cool like most random spot you could go to? I mean, I think like like hey, go to the drive-through at Wendy's. I think that would be hilarious if you got picked up by iCats. Tell them we sent you and told you that, that that's okay. Let's see what they say. I don't know if it's okay or not, but somebody call iCats, rideicats.com. Let's find out if that's okay. If you can just, they'll take you to Wendy's and take you through the drive through Be pretty awesome. We gave away some tickets yesterday. This, it was It's interesting always finding what people call about. So yesterday we brought up a conversation, very heartwarming conversation. When it comes time for a couple to decide not to have kids, Who's more responsible, the man or the woman? Who who should be in charge of of making sure that no more children pop out? And so, a, a vasectomy v. tube tying that that was the the segment yesterday that caught the most attention. And we gave away a four pack of, t- of tickets to the Renaissance Festival just for calling and sharing a legitimate opinion. I think it was a uh, Miss. Uh, was it Susan Lynn? Susan Lynn called yesterday. Miss Susan Lynn, if, I, if I'm butchering the name, you know I'm terrible with names. Come on. But you know I remember you. A great time. We appreciate the phone call. Gave away that four pack of tickets to the Renaissance Festival.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news from the WSIC news and traffic desk. Bill the Buffer. I mean, more amazing. Uh listeners yeah just calling in uh there's also some traffic down uh by 23 heading south so oh please. at 23 yes down by hambright that'll get you yeah. that's the one that always would give me when i go to the city uh you hop on 77
2: from samfer you're already sitting in the parking lot samfer right. so for those new to the area samfer and highway 73 virtually interchangeable i think samfer is like the catawba to what 115 that's that's considered samfer Beyond that is highway seventy three. I don't know. I'm making it up. It's something like that. But if you say Sam you say Highway 73, I'm gonna know what you're
3: talking about. And so when you hop on 77 instant traffic. You're just stuck. Next person to call with a traffic update, I say we give them four tickets to Renfest. If you call with a legitimate traffic update, it could anywhere. be good traffic. It could be good traffic. It
2: could be great. Be, it's hey, moving smooth. Wide open. Four-pack of tickets, Renaissance Festival. Two adult, two kids. Uh, You can have them, 844-STUDIO-4. That's the number to call, 844-STUDIO-4. Just just shout out your neighbor on the road right now. Don't worry. I'm not going to make you take a random selfie right now. We will take random selfies later, though. When you see someone on the street and you just went, it's Tuesday. Today's that day you need that little bit of bump. You know what I mean? You need that little ah, ah. That's what we do around here. Good morning, okay And we've got Commissioner Dennis Billadu of the town of Cornelius gonna update us on what's been going on at the town. What has been happening? Ruckus. A bunch of ruckus. He'll be in here updating. And then we've also got Ambassador Christian School, a new school in Huntersville coming up in the eight o'clock hour. Stick with us. Good morning, okay. At 7:48. 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. Bill's on the sticks. I've got Commissioner Dennis Billidoux in studio right now, the town of Cornelius. There was a board meeting last night. Did everyone survive, sir? Yes, we're all here. Everyone survived. Absolutely. Okay, good. It seems to be consistently there are three top priorities in this town and the surrounding towns. Number one is traffic. Number two is pickleball. And number three is the police department. In no particular order, depending on the day, uh, let's start with police department. How, w- how would, would you rank Cornelius PD
1: in the country? Well, I, I'm happy you included PD in the top three because that's a, another way to look at safety. But I, I'm biased, of course, so I think they're the top. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. The other day I was doing an interview for a, um, a Charlotte TV station and the reporter asked, do you think the police department is doing enough doing enough to find Madalena Kojikari? Oh, I was shocked. You know, wow. I just I just kind of I was taken away by the fact that it was like a gotcha moment. Did it feel yeah, like a gotcha moment? Yeah, like, Yeah. I said, well, you know, of course they are. The spotlight with the silhouette. <laughs> yeah. Commissioner Billidoux. I, you know, I, obviously they don't know the Cornelius police. Sure. Uh, and and yesterday was just, you know, I sat back at a promotion ceremony during, in the morning and thought about that question and just looked at the emotion and the family and uh, all the police folks there gathered together. And you could tell how much they care. And, and I wanted to share with you, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the Cornelius Police Department has come up with a new motto. And if you if you look on Facebook on Cornelius PD, you can see the history and it's a really good presentation of how they arrived at the motto. Well, the motto is family strong, community focused. Hmm. You know, and, that, and I was watching uh, the chief present that, talk about it, and I'm saying, you know, if that reporter could see this now, that question would never come out of his mouth. So
2: Us reporters, we just care about the headlines. We're not too interested in the truth around here,
1: Commissioner. Definitely searching for that. But let me, if I could, just run through those yes, four individuals that were promoted yesterday. Absolutely. Just awesome. It just shows how our police department has bench strength. They're ready to go. You know, one person steps aside, someone steps back in. Well, a short while ago, we had our major retire. Okay, so major sharp retires coming in right behind him is Major Jennifer Thompson very well respected a lot of experience and someone that's going to step right in and we won't skip a beat and you'll like the next name uh, this individual was promoted to captain and his name is Reggie Van Zant. Reggie Van Zant I know, Captain Van Zant. I know Bill will probably know the reference the rock and roll reference for Van Zant
2: Let me hear let's see Bill do you know the reference to Van Zant? I'm not up on the times.
1: Might these days. be, yeah, it's a different generation. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Leonard Skinner. Did, I'm, that I know. I've heard the name. Thirty-eight special. Yeah, I've heard the name. Yeah. 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 Well, Ronnie Van Zant, unfortunately, okay. was the lead singer who. Did passed I just away. mess that
2: joke up? Was that my bad? I, that may have been my bad, Bill. I'm sorry. That's no, no,
1: me. no, 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 no. It, it didn't. It didn't uh, resonate with you, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm sitting in this ceremony, you know, and and families are crying. The officers are really emotional, and here comes Ronnie, or actually Reggie. don't want to make that mistake, Reggie Van Zandt, new captain, steps up, and everyone else had their family up there, and he's by himself, and the chief brings out the Bible, and he's about to say his oath of new office, and he turns to us and says, my wife is not here. And I'm thinking, oh my God, you know, uh, my heart's going to my throat, what's he going to say? She's a police officer and she's busy. Oh
2: my goodness! <laughs> that was classic. Where's do you know where she is an officer at? I don't know off the top of my head, so I, I don't. Yeah, you know, we kind of went right back
1: to the ceremony, sure, imagine, but it was, yeah. it, was that it was that pause yeah. that just. So Captain Reggie Van Zandt, a lot of experience. Uh, but he was asked uh, if you watched the uh, town meeting, he was answering questions on the spot about Lake Patrol and other things. Oh. Uh, but then next in line was Derek, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Jonathan Sarver, who was promoted to lieutenant. Okay. A really, really long experience with not only, um, you know, different positions, but with Cornelia. So knows the town, knows all the different uh, positions, and he's got a silky smooth voice. Great for radio? Oh, outstanding. He's with a barbershop is it a quartet oh yeah okay yeah well have oh, to try he, it out he yeah. could, he can do yeah if you get these folks on yeah. on board you've got a show there you go yeah. they, they can anything's do... better than what we got now yeah oh, I, I'm like with me. you on that I'm with you on that <laughs> but I'll be leaving shortly no, so. stop stop and <laughs> last but not least Sergeant Derek Queen I mean if you if you want to see the model patrolman policeman find Derek Queen you okay know, he he worked with Homeland security really? at the airport yeah he had the canine drug drug sniffing dogs yeah and this guy is you know he's jacked he's buttoned up and i wouldn't want to mess with him
2: i've been asking for a while now that mills market has passed will we see cornelius pd on horses
1: in downtown
2: that would be great i'd be support for i think i would be okay with that line
1: item in the budget and you would handle the care and maintenance of the horse.
2: I would strap the bag to their <laughs> booties, so then that way all the droppings stay off the streets. Because yeah. I know that's important to the Mills Market
1: people. They yeah. were
2: very adamant about not blocking the streets, and we don't we don't need coarse manure
1: in that, the middle of the streets. That either. is that is absolutely true. But uh, I, I'm so proud of PD. You know, your opening question: Are they the best? I mean, the, these four that just moved up in rank. Uh, just incredible. So all the service fortunate. members
2: in Cornelius have I've been fantastic, and, and it's, I'm very grateful to live in the town that we do. Police department, fire department is the other side of that as well. It remind me of where it's at in the discussion, the budget, because there was the whole thing about like volunteer versus full-time. Where is all that stand right now in Cornelius? Yeah,
1: well, we're, we're moving to uh, full-time paid staff. You know, the old model, you know, it's a misnomer to say a volunteer fire department that kind of went by the wayside, you know, with the with the horse. It's
2: got to be tough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, it you know, it was part time. So we were we were certainly benefiting from the uh, the situation where we had part time and we didn't have to pay benefits and and it was a third party. But now what we're doing is transitioning to full time. We're hiring our current chief. So we're working it out with Charlotte, our current chief uh, for the Lemley Fire Department. Uh, works in Charlotte as well. So he will transition over. We're we're interviewing and will hire shortly a training or training captain. So that will allow us to get what's called a safer grant or a grant from the government that will allow us to pay for some full-time in addition to what we've already put in the uh, savings account for that. So rather than just going, you know, hit the switch, go from part-time to all full-time, we've been kind of working our way through it. Uh, the chief, Chief Barbie, he does a great job showing us what his numbers look like as, um, you know, we, we take a look at his response time and what kind of activity they have and, and how his staff is doing. And it's, again, I mean, we've got, we're blessed to have the best PD and fire department, certainly, in the area.
2: How does EMS relate in all this? Do we have like, is that part of fire? Is it like, is that or is that separate? How does that work that, too?
1: That is separate. You know, we we do push and pull with them. They they come and report to us and tell us how they're going to report and how they're going to do their job. Uh, we certainly count on them, so I, I don't want to diminish what uh, Medic does for us, but, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you'd probably love to have that in-house, too, to your point, maybe within fire, but, but right now it's, it's, a, it's a third party, it's, it's someone that we coordinate with, the fire department, the police department. And obviously a vital part of uh, first response. The,
2: the hospital is being built around here. It's, a, it's amazing all the services that are collectively coming to the Lake Norman area right now. It's, it's quite impressive. How much does like when you have a hospital coming into town like Atrium, who's building over there on 21, a beautiful facility, they've been moving dirt. It's clearly going to go up, start going up very soon. How does that impact the town?
1: Well, you know, obviously, first and foremost, you can get to that hospital a lot quicker than you could to get down to 25 or or up to 31 exits. Uh, so it's, it's going to be convenient for our aging population, like myself. Aging in place. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's yes. it. But, but on top of that, you know, that campus is going to be phenomenal. It, it's not only going to be the hospital, but there's uh, many acres, you know, I think 100 acres total that will have some other, uh, you know, medical specialists and other features that'll, that'll really fill in that area on, on Highway 21, which means that we need to get to the infrastructure. And Atrium is a great partner. We've asked them to help us with the intersection there by tenders to to make that more manageable and so it doesn't back up. And they're all on board pushing to get that thing straightened out uh, before the hospital is built. And then also going to Raleigh with us as a town and as, as Atrium with their clout to ask for exit 27, which, you know, that, that to me is the highest priority when you think about our town. Uh, you know, we can talk about widening West Catawba. You know, and and that will double our capacity from twenty thousand cars to forty thousand cars. But where are they going to go? You know, they're going to they're going to go faster to the bridge or to the seventy three bottleneck. So, I'd love to see uh, what we can do with Atrium as a partner to get exit twenty seven quicker.
2: I think they'd like exit twenty seven too. I would guess. Oh, they want it
1: absolutely yeah. for their hospital for their for their ingress egress. They they need to be close to an exit as well.
2: An exit twenty seven would be Westmoreland. That that's where where that would come. Would it be technically twenty seven or would it be like you know twenty six point four?
1: <laughs> It'll be labeled twenty seven. Okay, labeled twenty seven. Your, your, okay. your GPS may make you turn early, right uh, <laughs> <laughs> watch the signs.
2: You've seen the bridge, you've yeah. gone too far. Yeah. That's usually how it would go. I would love that. That would be very convenient for me if Westmoreland uh, ever really did become an exit. I guess in the priority uh, of of the rest of the projects, um, is that ever going to be a possibility, you think, Oh, or I, would I, we have to start from ground zero?
1: No, I, I think that's a very real possibility. It, it might be similar to what Lowe's did at exit 31, where you have to go around or outside of... DOT and go to the Department of Commerce, perhaps, and make your case for why it's needed. But along with that, we also need a Bailey Road flyover. So if we if we put in an inter- interchange there at Westmoreland, we need to replace that with Bailey Road, which is right by Atrium Hospital, there'll be a connect right there.
2: I'm a big fan of that connect then to Burkdale and all that, and Robbins Park, and everyone loves parks. That's right. And so if you can walk everywhere in town, people like that too. That's right, that's that's the deal. Maybe that, the whole town should be a social district. What do you think, we go for that? We'll go for that. Whole town social district, official position. No, I'm just kidding, I wouldn't do that to you. Good morning, LK and Commissioner Bill is gonna give us an update on what actually happened at the town board meeting last night. Besides the wonderful officers being recognized, which we appreciate all of our service members. Good morning, LKN 844 Studio 4, if you want to be part of the conversation. Coming right back. Good morning, LKN. 806, Justin Gazeppa spills on the sticks. 844 Studio 4, if you want to be part of the conversation. We've got Commissioner Dennis Billadoo of the Town of Cornelius in studio with us right now. We're getting an update on what went on at the cornelius town commissioner can i say town board is it the commissioner's meeting how do you guys refer to it
1: uh it's a board of commissioners meeting so a little combo a little yeah. little I'm whatever your flavor looking is at that's the, okay. uh, <laughs> but yeah you can call us anything most people do so, <laughs>
2: so you guys survived yeah. last night everyone was okay any major projects that were on the list last night
1: well you know finishing up on a, a couple of things obviously the uh, cms bond referendum that's, that's a big deal very important so we uh we, we did a memorandum of uh, agreement uh, last night, and, you know, we're, we're excited about that. And I think you've had on, on your various shows uh, at this station uh, the, the various management of, of CMS here to explain why it's such, it's such a good thing for North Mech. Different than in prior years, like 2017, where we kind of got goose egged. Shafted, but, yeah. as they say. Yeah. But no, uh, three schools in Huntersville. And one school right here in Cornelius, the replacement of the infamous elementary school right down. down It's been a long time coming. Been a long time. Been a few presidents in between. Yeah. Uh,
2: How how do you guys – what's that relationship like with CMS when like, you know, as a town and it's like – but it's their district of schools that – in like that's a complicated relationship it seems like.
1: It is, uh, but it isn't in, in that we do have to partner and then they're willing partners. So with the schools and the athletics, for example, where we have our parks department co- coordinating with the schools using facilities. Uh, and certainly uh, right now we're in the middle of discussions on Bailey Road. Uh, I may have mentioned in prior uh, visits that Bailey Road is an issue that I'd really like to solve, and most of that has to do with CMS. Two schools, a lot of traffic, yeah. a lot of uh, pick up, drop off, uh, back up onto Bailey Road. So we're we're in discussions with them just to see what the possibility is to use some of their property, which right now is not being used, to bring cars off the Bailey Road corridor and let them pick up and drop off off the road. See what that might do. So, their folks are looking at it. They're talking to our folks, and hopefully, we can you know work that out here soon.
2: How, um, the the school situation, like from what are you guys hearing from residents as far as are they overcrowded? Are they okay in Cornelius? Like, what's it like, particularly in Cornelius, as it relates to schools? Yeah.
1: Well, we we always hear, and I and I believe we have again, just like fire and PD, we have the best schools. You know, with Huff High. Oh and, yeah. And the middle schools, but what these new schools will do is provide some relief. So there's three schools in Huntersville. And even though, you know, we're applauding that because a lot of Huntersville, Davidson residents, I mean, they're they're coming to our schools in Cornelius. We would have enough room if it were just our residents, our children for our schools. And they're fantastic schools, you know, Huff High being a phenomenal school. Uh, but at the end of the day, when they build, for example, a middle school on, uh, you know, in, in Huntersville, uh, basically they'll be able to spread things out a bit. So to your question, uh, if there's overcrowding, these newer schools like North Mech will have more room, will have uh, the ability for the booming Huntersville population to use some of their local schools as well.
2: Put on your business hat for me for a second because you, you formerly were insurance, right? Is that what you were formerly? So you understand budgets. You understand this whole process and concept of dollars and everything like that. 250 million dollars for a school seems like a lot of money yeah am i why am i so often thinking like 250 million dollars for a building like like i think the sphere in las vegas was like two billion right like and that's like a megalodon building yeah why are schools so expensive right now to build
1: well you know so if you take north mech it's actually 228 It's the number I have, but let's say 250. I was million. rounded. You, I think, you, I think you you there's going to be out. some
2: change orders and things oh, yeah. like that inevitably, oh, yeah. right? Absolutely. So, yeah. but,
1: but this is an entire campus. Although they are going to bring it down to one building for safety and, and other reasons, there's still the athletic fields. I mean, if you've been... I guess you're a Hopewell grad, yeah, just yeah. like my kids. I've been,
2: when we rivaled with North and we would go to the football yeah. games, I'm very familiar with the decrepit school that yeah. was. It's
1: okay. Yeah, it's you know it, it's a good school. It's not Huff High. But uh, at the end of the day, I'll probably get some hate mail about that. You definitely but, will, but that's okay. But, it, but in any event, at the end of the day, there is an awful lot of work. To, so it's it's more than the building. There's, there's a lot of work and... Uh, I leave that to the experts to say they're going to try to get it done as as uh, you know, efficiently as possible. Sure. Yeah. Cost-effective.
2: I just figured I'd ask the question. Yeah. I think it's worth a conversation. Sure. So what else went on last night? Was pickleball back on the agenda? Did I really see pickleball on the agenda in the town of Cornelius
1: again last night? Hey, it's a hot topic. I played pickleball Saturday without... Um, Hurting myself that's or others—that's <laughs> so, even better. Uh, but at the end of the day, yes, uh, pickleball. But but more so, um, you know, just again, responding to what the population needs, where where the demographics are going in terms of tennis and pickleball, and right now, uh, you know, having played Saturday, uh, mixing lines—that's that's that's, <sighs> that's a drag. Yeah. You know, uh, I blame that several times for bad shots and and missing balls. It's
2: so you're talking about the tennis lines versus the pickleball lines? On the same court. See, Bill, this is what I brought up. Remember, I brought it up. So is it different? Like the lines are different? You have to have them?
1: Yeah, the, the pickleball is more age-friendly for me. So it's a smaller court. And, and it's interesting. When you arrive there, there's a tennis court. And the pickleball experts will take out their pickleball nets. And now you have two courts. It's pretty good. Within that Efficiency. one tennis court. Yeah. Efficiency. So I, I figured, yeah, I don't have to cover as much room. And But right now, you know, so you get there saying, well, watch the red lines. Don't use the white lines. and Too many colors. For God's sakes, don't die for the ball.
2: Don't. do. Have you yeah. scraped the knee yet thus far out there? No.
1: I had a lot of restraint. You know, it's okay. a great shot, even though I probably should have. Hit it. But. Are you sponsored yet
2: officially? But who's like the number one racket provider in pickleball right now?
1: I don't have a clue. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah.
2: I just was, you know, curious.
1: Yeah. Franklin, is Franklin still in the pickleball game? Maybe. The one I had it had a dragon on it. I think I got a it at dicks. <laughs> it did not intimidate anyone. In fact, <laughs> uh, a, a young lady in front of me said, "If you don't get closer to the net, I'm going to spike this ball right down." Here. Easy
2: out, everybody yes. in. Yeah. Easy out. Yeah. He's got the dragon paddle.
1: Yeah, bring it on in. All right, what else went on at the commission meeting? Well, you know, if if I could pause for a minute, I sure. just wanted to make sure I'm okay wearing this campaign button. You're uh, fine wearing I, that. We're, yeah. we're on radio. Oh, you're running. I didn't know you were running. Yes. Well, oh, well, I'm it,
0: just kidding. I knew you were running.
1: It, it's more of a fast. Jog you know, <laughs> but I, yes I am running for mayor and uh, I, I want to give a shout out to the action team. there's uh, as you say there's there's a bunch of commissioner candidates running, but you've got five that have experience that, that I really like that um, are open-minded they listen uh, and like I said they, they're familiar so you've got the incumbents you know you've got Sansbury, Osborne, uh, you know and, and Colin Furch. But then you have two newcomers in Susan Johnson and uh, Scott Higgins. So I've got to find an acronym for them. So, you know, I easily can just refer to the the A-team.
2: Or, oh, okay. Yeah, All yeah. right. But I didn't meet Scott Higgins. He was at the uh, All-American Dog Show this past weekend. He was walking around with a sign. I didn't have a chance to meet him. And then the, Susan Johnson, you said, is the other candidate? Correct. I was reading about her in the Cornelius today uh, yesterday. Shout out to Dave Yocum, who keeps dodging me. I keep trying to get him on the morning show. Uh, <laughs> tell him I said that. And, and uh, Susan is also in real estate,
1: which I thought was interesting as well. Planning board chair, and it's been very active.
2: How, how active? What percentage of being on the town board would you say is active? Related to real estate, and in, in, in the overall scheme, how, how what percentage would you say allocates
1: to real estate? It, it's a big percentage. I mean, it's it uh, it varies, of course. You know, a lot of of, of projects come before you, not so much lately, uh, but there there seems to always be some something of interest or controversy that that's happening. You know, in, in our town with 13 square miles, ninety six nine thousand six hundred acres. Um, you know, there's only so much dirt that that we have available, as you would know. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, so, at the end of the day, there are some some properties that we need to look at, pay attention to, and it takes up a fair amount of time.
2: All right, Commissioner Dennis Billadu here, also running for mayor in the town of Cornelius, uh, WSIC hosting the candidate forum October 12th, Thanks to the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, LKN. Eight eighteen. Welcome to the day if you're cruising on the streets right now. Do we have Jeff on the phone by chance? I don't even know if we have Jeff on the phone, do we? Ride ICATS Alternative Transportation from Iredell County. Three bucks to take you to the city of Charlotte each day. Let's check in with Jeff real quick. Jeff, how's the traffic looking right now?
0: Uh, traffic is backed up 77 south at uh, exit 42, which is also creating uh, backups on 21 from Troutman Troutland to Mooresville. Uh, Traffic is also uh, heavy congestion from uh, the uh, exit 31 in Mooresville down to uh, uh, Huntersville uh, in north and southbound lanes, heavy congestion. And then southbound going into the city of Charlotte from 85 south, uh, things are moving really slow this morning.
2: Now, is it just because it's Tuesday or is there an actual accident on the street right now that you're seeing, Jeff?
0: Um, I have I've heard from another driver. I don't know exactly what happened uh, just uh, in between Troutman and, and Mooresville. It uh, sounds like it might have been an accident or, or maybe a vehicle hitting a deer. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, it, it's causing uh, uh, a lot of backup this morning. Uh, everything else is just normal Tuesday, uh, uh, heavy traffic, people going back to work
2: people just staring at the lake as they're driving across the bridge of davidson i guarantee it jeff we appreciate you ride icats.com alternative transportation today's the day where icats goes to the va in salisbury so if you've got an appointment at the va you might want to move it to tuesday because for what is it one dollar jeff you guys will go to the va
3: that's correct
0: yeah one dollar and then uh, uh for any uh trip that that somebody needs whether it be local or to uh the VA, Hickory, uh, Winston, uh, Winston-Salem, uh, just give us a 48-hour notice, call into the office, they'll set it up, we'll pick you up at your home and we'll t- get you to your destination and then get you back home safely.
2: Jeff, what about if I wanted you guys to pick me up to take me to the drive through at Wendy's? Is that something you guys can accommodate as well?
0: I don't know on that one. You'll have to call the, uh, uh, I know that we do like Walmart the library, uh, you know, uh, so I'm not sure on the, going to, going to Wendy's, you'd have to check with the office.
2: I'm going to do that. All right, Jeff, we appreciate you, sir. Drive safe out there. Thank you so much for getting us a look at the streets. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: All right. Have a great day.
2: You you too. Bye-bye. Rideicats.com, alternative transportation around Iredell County to the city of Charlotte. Daily commuters, three bucks each way. Killer deal. I'm sitting down now with the co-founders of Ambassador Christian School. Is that how it's... Ambassador Christian School? You got it. Ambassador Christian School. New school in Huntersville. I've got Miss Nicole and I've got Miss uh, Melissa here with me. Okay, wait a second. Are either of you teachers? No. (laughs) Ironically. And you co-founded a school... (laughs) How did this happen?
6: well, we we saw a need. there's a if you look at this generation of kids, specifically teenagers, they're the most uh, depressed, anxious, lost, confused, suicidal on record in history. And so, um, you know, we're we're people of faith. We're christians, and we we feel like we know that the answer to that is found in the Christian faith. and with the influence that a school can have on kids due to the sheer amount of time that they spend within the walls of a school, we thought that was a great answer for a really hurting generation of kids to provide that kind of hope.
2: And so how did you two get—are you two, like, besties from, like, high school together? Or, like, how did you two meet to, to form this bond?
6: Actually, through church.
7: We've known each other for years. Um, we both are members of Life Fellowship, and we've been in Bible studies together. So mm-hmm. that's how we've we've been friends and came up with this. Uh, it was actually Melissa's idea. She approached me, and she said, Hey, I think—what do you think about starting a Christian high school? And I said, after— a, uh,
6: short amount of time. Let's do it. There's a need. So we're excited.
2: What are your background? Melissa, what's your background?
6: I have a master's degree in marriage and family therapy. And then very recently I went back at UNCC and got a school counseling degree. So I just completed that in 2021, which was a lot of the impetus for this idea. Um, I really got plugged in into what was happening in the public school system. You saw behind the curtain. I did. Uh um, At a really critical time. I was doing my internships and practicums in the 2020-2021 era when the wheels were kind of coming off. And um, when I got out of school and was ready to go to work and looked around at the alternatives, I thought there should be something more than what we have.
2: How about you, Nicole?
7: So I'm a Lawyer, so practice You're a lawyer? law. I'm a lawyer. I know. No, what a small I world. Know.
2: What kind of law did you practice?
7: Um mainly estate planning and elder law, but then towards the end of my practice I did nonprofit and ministry work from oh, cool. ministries and churches all over the country. So that was sort of a natural tie in. So that's my background. Then I went to seminary. I have a degree in biblical studies from Dallas Theological Seminary. And then I'm now Do you with...
2: speak Hebrew or Greek or anything? I don't Okay. No, Just curious. My no. wife speaks Greek. She can't read it but oh, she can speak it. So. No. Very Just cool. ran a no, little tidbit there, that's
7: sorry. super cool. Yeah, um, And then now I'm actually going back to school for um, education. So that's my background.
2: So we decide to start a school in the midst of probably one of the most <laughs> chaotic times in history of the world because we actually care about children. Is that kind of the summation of everything? Or? Well really
7: said. That's it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well said. exactly. We're
6: kind of riding the crest of a real momentum wave as it relates to education
2: it's a very interesting time in education my and we were talking about so my wife's a kindergarten teacher she has been for 10 years since college we attended appalachian mm-hmm. state together she has studied elementary education and school choice is something parents need to be aware of it's hard almost to believe that like it hasn't existed yet is that like am i wrong in thinking that way like wait a second there's not really been like a true choice mm-hmm. cost effectively for parents thus far. Am I alone in thinking that's strange?
6: Well, our state <laughs> finally got on board. I think we were the 10th to get into the, the voucher program. So it's catching fire. I mean, people are starting to really demand that this be an option for them.
2: And is that going to be part of your model that heavily, you know, relying on the voucher program to allow students to come in to provide top-notch curriculum? Is that kind of the thought process behind it? Or give me the model.
7: Well, certainly we will, you know, we're happy about the vouchers, and I think that will help um, our students for sure, because with with the way the legislature has rolled out the the plan, um, there's something in that plan for everybody. So you you can use those dollars to to follow you into a private school of your choice. So certainly that will help our students. Um, We are a private school, and so we will have have to have tuition um, to run our program. It costs
2: money to do things. Like, nobody's, costs, and we're not going to shy away from it. It, it. Management at the government level is like one of the worst things they've ever done in the world, right? Because of dollars and it takes yes. money to manage. We it, all know that as private entrepreneurs, right? It's not it surprising. It
7: takes money and yeah. we want to, you know, ha- be excellent and we want to have excellent teachers and excellent staff and provide excellent programming and, and just a really excellent option for students. But the vouchers will certainly help.
2: Yeah. And I say that generally like over time politicians, right? There are some great leadership. I think North Carolina Carolina's got some strong leaders right now that are fighting for the school Mm -hmm. Yes, which is almost a revolution right now, it seems like putting the choice back into the parents' hands, particularly as it relates to faith-based schools. What's been like, you know, has the devil been throwing stones at y'all this this whole time, or has it been like, hey, God's laid out the steps, the order, the path is there, and we're just, we're we're believing, we've got faith, and we're doing this. What's it been like for y'all?
6: It depends (laughs) on who you ask. Um, I think it's clear to us that there have been open doors that you could only explain like, boy, God just gave us this. God just totally dared us to do this, um, beginning with the building that we have acquired for the school. And so we just keep doing the next thing, the next thing. And and he's bringing people and he's bringing opportunities and um, it's happening.
2: Tell us about the building. Tell us, So it was a formerly a church right on Highway 73. Give me the background kind of, what was the moment like you saw it and you're like, this is it. Like Holy Spirit, this is it. Like, what was that like for you?
7: Well, actually, Melissa and I had looked at the building pro- probably in December. of. And
2: which church was it that was there? Forgive me, I don't um, recall.
7: University City Church.
2: You, and this is like the one that's like the big megalodon next to like Symphony, yes, the, the new um, uh, Symphony active living Park. community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like behind the trees, so you can't really see it. It's almost like a secret back there, yes. right, basically. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's <laughs> it.
7: So we saw we identified that as we were looking for land to build a school um, back in December of, I guess, 2022. 2021, 20, 2021, we identified that property and we both said, oh gosh, this is perfect. This would be perfect, but it wasn't for sale. So, um, this is another one of those examples of how God just showed up and it's like only the Lord could have done this. But through a series of circumstances, we five or six months later were presented with the opportunity to buy the building. Um, I mean, we were approached, we didn't approach anybody else. And, um, Had, what, 21 days to purchase it or something? I think 30. 30 30 days. 30 days? What an investigative
2: um, period. Oh, you're talking about faith. (laughs) Take the wheel, Jesus. Is the roof okay? I'll let you decide, right? And it wasn't. We we did
7: know that. And we had to replace that. Oh no! <laughs> it was not okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so we're really excited. We've got about 28 acres, and that um, wow. facility is about 88,000 square feet. We're That's amazing. We're in the amazing. process of renovating it to add some additional classroom space. So we're
6: super excited about our campus.
2: Tell us about like oh, so how many kids? What's like? The, is it K12? Is it just high school? What's kind of the plan? <laughs>
6: Just high school,
2: Wow, which is a
6: unique way to start a school, but there are quite a few K-8s around here that are are doing well, Um, but they need a continuation of their educational program, and they're actually having a hard time retaining some of their middle school students because parents get nervous about what will be available to them in, in high school. So they're bailing out in fifth grade, sixth grade, as soon as they get a a charter slot or can get into a private school. They just go ahead and take it. And so we're providing that next step so that people can remain in Christian education all the way through.
2: How many students k12 are you guys looking like or excuse me 9 through 12 are you guys looking to have like what's what would be full capacity for you you think
7: Full capacity would be a thousand students so 250 approximately per grade so it'll be a large high school small class size but we want to offer all the large high school experiences that you would get at you know a public school or a, or a larger school um, but with a small smaller class size and just a faith-based, Education.
6: Okay. And in year one, we will have a capacity of 250, and we're only looking to enroll ninth and tenth graders.
2: Makes sense. You got to stagger, step it kind of in that. I'm I'm bored with this. I can get with this moment. Okay. (laughs) Justin Gazzebis, good morning, LKN 844 Studio 4. If you want to be part of the conversation, we're sitting down with Nicole and Melissa. When we come back, we're going to talk more about Ambassador Christian School, new school coming up in Huntersville. Good morning, LKN 834. 844 Studio 4 if you want to be a part of the conversation. Bill's on the sticks. He's the one who answers the phone if you call here, so make sure to say hey to Bill. Maybe he'll throw you some free Renaissance tickets just for fun for calling in. Why not? We're sitting down right now with Nicole and Melissa of Ambassador Christian School, a new school coming into Huntersville uh, on Highway 73, just near Symphony Park. Symphony Park, right? Is that right? Symphony Park. How do you describe where it's at right now, or do you not? Do we, like, hey, we're going to let you know where it's at later. We're kind of going to be this magical thing, and then we'll come out. Like, how are you describing the location? right now how you
7: described it how it just how 73
2: it just, just you know next to symphony park yeah that's
7: it
2: <laughs> uh so ninth through 12th grade did i see right on on your website you're focusing heavily like on trades in the facility and all that kind of stuff is that really what it's going to be about
6: that is in our uh, future phase we don't have that facility built yet but that is um the piece of the school campus that is generating the most energy right now. Um, It's very novel in the private school world and the faith-based world for sure. And um, there are a lot of corporations um, and industries that are local that really would like to see a pipeline of well-educated, discipled, mentored, entrepreneurial, um, skilled tradespeople available for their particular you know industries. So.
2: All right, you said phases, so you've got a plan going on right now. We do. Okay, so talk to me about the plan. Order the steps for me. What's the vision look like?
6: Uh, well, we've got the the main building, and we're doing those renovations to have that ready in fall of twenty four. So that'll be our first class. Congratulations. Yes. That's not that far away. By that's the way, not that's not that far not... away. And we do have our um, first interest meetings coming up on October twenty third and twenty fourth. Okay. At Joe Gibbs Racing at 7 o'clock. Great
2: spot. Okay. October 23rd and 24th, 23rd you said? 23rd
6: and 24th. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. At
2: what time? I'm sorry. 7 o'clock. 7 p.m. And that's at Joe Gibbs Racing. Correct. Um, I'm going to let Richard Shannon, our digital community manager, know to do a post for that for you guys, if that's okay. Yes, thank you. thank you. for okay, you to do perfect. a post for that. Uh, excellent. Okay, no problem there.
6: Uh, and then you, know, you can go to our website, which is ambassadorchristian.net and register for that event. We'd love to know that you're coming. We want you to bring your kids.
2: Yeah, what's up with the dot net? Did some did you do we have Somebody to do again Somebody? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> scoundrels out yes. there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so the interest meeting's coming up 2024 first class. What's next after right. that?
6: Right. We will need to build a classroom addition onto the back of our existing building and the land is already graded for it. The church had been planning to build um, Sunday school classrooms. So we're just going to do the same thing and build academic classrooms. And our final phase will involve uh, additional sports fields. We do have softball and a, um, you know, lacrosse, soccer, field hockey sized field. But we need more. And the trades building would be part of that final phase.
2: This is like a lot like I thought it would be just like teaching in a classroom like hey come on in kids ready for school on day one y'all are like having to build like a mini city it sounds like right now Mm -hmm. how are you managing all of that Mm
7: -hmm. well it's a big vision um that the lord's given us but he's also brought amazing people so we have an incredible board of trustees we have um Hired an interim head of school who's also on our board of trustees. We've got incredible a leadership team that we've already put together. So as a team, we're really all just kind of what we say, um, you know, what's what's the phrase? We say all hands on deck. All it hands takes a on village. All hands on all deck. All hands on deck. So Everyone, as a team, yeah. we are...
2: Many uh, other mantras that I could just start shouting into the microphone. That's yes. <laughs> right. That's right. Um,
7: but, you know, we're, we're excited and everybody's passionate about it. And we know it's a hard... Um, a, a big goal, but we um, we feel called to do it and we're excited and really passionate about it. So
2: Let's talk about the Christian, the faith-based aspect of this. In, in the world right now where we know how the story ends, right? If you've read the book, we, right now it's <laughs> everything else but Christianity is okay. Mm-hmm. And you two are stepping into a world that has a lot of dollars backing it to try to see you fail. Mm-hmm. And so... When you wake up each day, like, like, do y'all have like a prayer closet y'all go into? Like, how do y'all, what's y'all's routine on the, on the prayer life? Because I imagine it's probably pretty strong if I had to guess.
6: We will leave this radio program and go to our staff meeting that will start with a devotion and a time of prayer. And uh, we have a prayer team. Um, I just prayer walked the building last night. Um, it's going to involve a lot of that. You're right. There's going to be some warfare. Yeah. Um, and we are we're ready for it. We're not going into this blind, but um there are other Christians in the community who have gotten behind this financially and are supporting it. And so we're thankful that, you know, God didn't give us this big vision and then say figure it out. He's tapping other people along the way who care about Christian education, who care about teenagers, and they're stepping in and saying we're glad y'all are doing it. We don't really want to do it, but we're going to help you get there.
2: Yeah. Now, y'all have kids, right? I, mm-hmm. I assume, So how old are our kids? i got a four-year-old and a two-year-old right now. So they don't even have technology yet, which I'm right. so grateful for. Where, for where are y'all at in the family sphere?
7: So my husband and I have a, a son who's a senior in high school, a daughter who's a junior in high school, and then our youngest is in eighth grade.
2: In the thick of it right now. Okay. How about it. you, Miss Melissa?
6: I have four boys, and the youngest just left for college, you know. 2 months ago.
2: So oh so you got time on your hands now, right? Is I do. that? I you have got some, some time. Bandwidth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so going through COVID, what was that like as parents with high schoolers? Like that had to I could not imagine what that would have been like. I Like I said, I'm so grateful my kids are as young as there. Noah was born in 2019, so pre-COVID. Emmy was 2021. So, like, there was the whole thing of, like, my wife Demi had to get tested for COVID, and if she tested positive, I wasn't going to be allowed mm-hmm. in the room. It would have been, like, a whole terrible scenario. Thank the Lord, like, it didn't go out that way. I was able to be in there. Uh, but what was it like at the high school level, having kids in this, these classrooms that are, like, it's so hard to process and understand as adults. What was it like for the kids?
6: Mm-hmm. Well, mine were in public school, and so they did the online learning, and it went on and on and on, well behind be- beyond what I thought was reasonable. Um, and, you know, my son actually went on the news saying— Oh, did he? He did. Oh. Um, he was— uh, Not afraid. —student body president at Huff, and— it went on the news to just talk about, gosh, you've got to get us back in the classroom. This is just, it was the senior year. It was, it was hard. It was a hard way to, to finish out what had been a really fun high school experience.
2: How are you seeing God like use that though, like for his good, like moving forward, like in your son, in your family, in the community, are you seeing anything now? Or are we still praying for like that fruit to come about?
6: Well, this I think the way that the Lord used that for good was that it, as you said earlier, peeled back the veil on some of what was happening in public schools and it lit a fire under a lot of people to do something different and offer a better alternative.
2: Yeah. And now with your your youngest going off to college Nicole for you you've still got kids in high school so you are, are still in it so you've got a little bit of pre Post-COVID, still in the public system, what is that like for, what's that been like for your kids?
7: Well, my kids were in a private school at that time, okay, and so they they still continued to go to school, so that was helpful, Um, although difficult. um, There was a a period, I should say there was a period of, well, maybe a year, now I can't remember, where they were home um, by choice, but they they went back to school. So the the at-home learning was definitely difficult um, for all of them. Just hard to get into a routine. There's so much of what we want to bring to Ambassador. We're planning to with the culture. um, You know, kids need that. And so when they're at home and they're sitting behind the computer and they're not connecting with their friends or their teachers, um, that's very difficult. And so we're really excited. One of our one of our distinctives and one of our goals for Ambassador is our culture. And um, we just had a meeting yesterday with some with our board, and we discussed that. You know, what do we want the the feel of this place to be? What do we want the culture to be? And we want kids to, to have fun. We want it to be a place that's fun. We want people to f- feel loved. We want our teachers and staff to feel super excited about um, working there. So I think COVID sort of... Um, helped us to see that as well how important the culture really is Mm -hmm. and the atmosphere of a school because when you're not there you know you don't have that we saw how important that that really is
2: the theater stuff the sports stuff the trade stuff all that big so what's kind of like you get to the trade level like what's are we talking like you're gonna have welding like we're gonna have hvac technicians we're gonna have plumbers we're gonna have everybody like what's the trade aspect you guys are looking at implementing
6: Um, That'll be driven largely by our partners, our community partners, you know, who is um, invested in creating that space and developing those programs. Uh, but we do anticipate some of the obvious ones, like automotive. There's certainly a big...
2: Big community. Big, big community, community for that. Yeah.
6: Um, train is yeah. headquartered here for yeah. HVAC. Lowe's, you got Lowe's, we got dude. Lowe's here. Yeah. Um, so there are some obvious ones um, that we'll be targeting. And we already have a culinary... Uh, we have a commercial kitchen in oh, the building. you guys some
2: chefs going on in so there? So our
6: culinary program is kind wow. of a natural outpouring of that.
2: What's y'all's favorite restaurant in the area? Tell the truth. Go ahead.
6: 131 Maine.
7: Oh,
2: same? Go ahead.
7: Okay. I don't like 131 Main. I you don't like know, it, but what's your favorite, though? I don't know. I have to think, I'll, well, I'll have to come
2: Melissa back to did you not on hesi- that. I know She, that she did not hesitate. I was ready.
7: <laughs> she did not hesitate. I, I love those french fries, little
2: shoestring french fries. They right. give me all the... Sure, anything. She said anything on the menu.
7: I like Barrel and Fork.
2: Barrel and Fork. Okay, so we got some locals here. AmbassadorChristian.net. Check out the school coming to you in Huntersville. Coming back. Good morning, fam. Ooh. Good morning, okay. 848, and we've made it. What a wonderful day. Thank you, Commissioner Bill of Town of Cornelius coming in earlier. He had mentioned, and we want to also mention, Pastor David Judge called and reminded us tonight. um, The Mayor and Board of Commissioners East Cornelius Candidate Forum taking place at First Baptist Church of Cornelius. 2100, oh, let me say this better. 21007 Catawba Avenue in Cornelius. If you want to meet the mayors, potential mayors, board of commissioners, potential board of commissioners, hear a forum. You got to be involved if you want to. If you want to, you know, have some say so in the process. This is your opportunity to engage. That's tonight at seven o'clock, First Baptist Church of Cornelius. I'm sitting down right now with Nicole and Melissa, co-founders. Co-founders, is that right? Yes. Let's do some like creative titles. Like, like I, I at one point, (laughs) Ben Daniels, our senior director of sensory. I made him keep that title. I at one point, when I was podcasting, was the chief vibes officer. Let's make some creative titles for you both. I like it. I like
6: that.
2: Hmm. Let's see. Co-directors of educational
6: pioneering.
2: Oh my gosh, let me write that down. Education.
7: We like that
6: word. We use pioneers a lot. Oh, is it? That's a that's a staple word at Uh at Ambassador
2: Christian School in Huntersville. Okay. Uh, Co founders
6: of Paradigm Shift would also fit with our vernacular. Paradigm
2: Shift. Do you have a mascot picked out already? We do. What's the mascot?
6: A
7: lion.
2: Oh, a little Tribe of Judah action going on. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Colors? Are we going purple? Purple. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all are y'all are about the kingdom. I like this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So if people wanted to learn more, let's say there's some people out there like time or money, and they're like, you know what, I, I get it. I I I'm I'm of the same, I'm cut from the same cloth. I believe in choice. I believe in faith faith-based, faith-based values. I want to get involved. How can people do that?
6: They can reach out to either one of us. Um, I'm M Gibbs. She's in Brian at ambassadorchristian.net. Okay. And we will, I mean, we need, it's going to take a village, that kind of thing. So uh, we are looking for founder circle donors right now to help us really launch this well. Okay. Um, we are beginning to look for staff. And so on our website, there's a, something you can click to you know, getting into that process. And most critically, we're looking for the pioneering families who want to build this, who want to put their stamp on it, who want to build the culture, who want to be the first graduating class, who want to really make this what it is be
2: a part of it mm-hmm. AmbassadorChristian.net is the website don't go to dot com don't go to dot org and end up you know somewhere in indonesia don't do that AmbassadorChristian.net is the website locally here in huntersville so what's it been like working with like local leaders state leaders are you talking to anybody on the national stage what, what's that been like for you through the process
7: well, it's it's been great. Um, we are certainly working with local leaders and state leaders. Um, we've had some contact with some national leaders, but so far, everybody's been super helpful um, and supportive. So just mainly with helping us with connections, you know, this is the person you need to speak with about this, and this is the person who's the expert in this. So it's been a real collaborative effort, but we've had a lot of support um, locally and In the statewide level. So we're very grateful for that
2: life I found and I I haven't lived that long on this earth, but but something I've realized very quickly, my dad passed away in 2017, and I learned the value of time. And I learned the value of relationship in that moment. Um, Talk about what you want culturally, you said you had a meeting on culture yesterday with with the board the relationship with students Mm. like like what's the vision to when we really think about a relationship with a kid through through coming of age like high school like i don't know if y'all remember pretty dramatic pretty pretty can be pretty traumatizing (laughs) time in a youngin's life a lot of different things going on with the body. A lot of things going on with the mind. A lot of things going on socially. Then you got social media, which thank the Lord I didn't have really like at this level. We were, t- we were joking the other day. I had like a Nokia phone with Snake, the original Snake game on it. Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh. That was like the original phone. Uh, what do you want culturally the relationships to be like between school, mm-hmm. students, parents, community?
6: If you're familiar with Young Life, the ministry Young Life, um... That is what we're using sort of as a template because um, we both have familiarity with it. Um, my husband was actually on the national board. And so um, they just get high school kids and how to connect with them and how to um, tear down walls so that they might be more receptive to the gospel. It's very outreach focused. And so we are intentionally trying to fill our building with people who have Young Life DNA, Um, and one of our very first hires was a person that will be a student life director, and she just recently stepped down from her position as area director of Young Life in Cabarrus County. So we're putting our money where our mouth is. We really care so much about the student experience. Her entire job is just to create a fun place for kids to be, to, uh, you know, focus on, the Friday night theme nights, uh, homecoming, pop-up hot chocolate bars, just things that make the school day spontaneous and memorable.
2: Social interaction, right? I think through COVID, we all learned that lesson, how important it is. You you really see how like some adults still have the mind of children, which I guess in theory, we all should be like children, right? in, In a way. But I think the verse really is referencing more toward like kindness and love and acceptance. For kids that like, are wondering, will life ever be, quote unquote, normal again? What would you say to the students right now that are kind of wondering about that? Is like, is this the new normal? Is this what I should expect for the rest of my life? Or is there hope?
7: Well, we have one of our four pillars um, is hope. Mm -hmm. And we certainly want to, um, that's important to us. And so we want our students to come in and feel that and to know that. And so I think that, our school will be different, and I don't think it has to always be, you know, like it was in COVID um, with limitations and social interactions. We really want to bring it back to make, you know, high school fun in a place where our kids wake up in the morning and they're excited to go. And, and another way that we are trying to really focus so that our students will want to come is one of our distinctives. We will be doing aptitude testing for every um 10th grade student, and when they come in, we'll do interest testing in probably the ninth grade, aptitude testing in the 10th grade, and the benefit of doing the aptitude testing is then after they go through a pretty extensive aptitude testing process, we will sit down with them and show them, these are your natural giftings. From our biblical worldview, It's this is the way God made you. These are your natural gifts from the Lord. And so then we are going to try to partner with parents and students to show them, okay, here's your natural giftings. And if you work within those natural giftings, the studies show you tend to be more content. Um, You don't change college majors five times. You don't change careers and have burnouts because you're working within your natural aptitude and gifting. So we then will have opportunities in the arts in the um, Workmanship Center, which is our Career and Technical Education Center, and, of course, in Strong College Preparatory Academics, to show them that there's a spot for them. So that's another way that we really want to focus on culture, and the hope is to show that, you know, all work is noble. Um, whatever your gifting is, there's a place for you to shine, and um, we don't want there to be—there we, we there won't be, you know, any— um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, uh, distinguishing, you know, uh, what's the word, Melissa?
6: I think you're just saying we don't want to prioritize Thank any you. one type <laughs> of intelligence over sure. another. Yes. You want to allow the Thank student you. to
2: be what the student yeah, is meant to there's be. It's all
6: kinds of right. smart. Yeah. And um, right. we have for the past many decades elevated one particular kind of intelligence over others. And we want to show kids that, you know, However your gifts fall, there's a way to really maximize those and be successful.
2: I wish I would have known that in high school, particularly freshman year where chemistry just wasn't my thing. So like, could I skip chemistry class like y'all? Or are y'all still going to make me do some science? You're probably still going to make me do some science, aren't (laughs) you There are some state
6: requirements. (laughs) Oh,
2: there are. What about Japanese? I chose to take Japanese in high school. I did not do well. It was interesting (laughs) for sure. It definitely was interesting. That's a good way to describe it. Will you have like secondary language? Like is that what is it is? Secondary languages? Well, languages yeah. we will. Really? Do you know what languages you're going to have at this one? Or are we still working on that? We...
6: We have Spanish. We definitely will we'll have it. Spanish.
2: Gotta have Spanish. Yes. Mm-hmm. Builded, German. Maybe. Builded German. Bill did German in school. So, uh, and my wife speaks Greek and French. So there's a lot of options out there's there, a I lot think, of in the options, language, yes. you know, game, you know, That's maybe a right. little Greek or Hebrew. That'd be pretty cool. That you would know? be very That'd cool. Be cool. Uh, okay. Uh, community partnerships. Let's talk about that a little bit. I think of like, even like field trips, right? Like how cool is that kind of stuff when you're interacting? I remember going to see Beowulf in high school. We went to the Regal movie theater in Berkdale It was pretty funny. Just something as simple as that. What about those type of extracurricular activities and partnerships with other community locations? How are you guys incorporating that into the vision, if at all?
6: Uh, I don't know. We, we will do that when we get farther into, um, you know, setting the the rhythms of the school calendar and all that we're we're pretty much ground level foundational picking our classes and our curriculum right now is the primary focus i would say but we definitely want something a more colorful experience than just sitting in the four walls of a classroom uh watching a teacher just stand and deliver
2: y'all gonna have chickens on campus you gonna have like chickens running around there like chicken coops and all that kind of stuff Maybe. I'm just throwing <laughs> random things at you right now. You know that, right? I'm just literally making that
7: this up as like, we go. That sounds like my kids would love that. <laughs> see? I was yeah.
2: Finger painting outside. Like, right. I could get on board with that, right. you know? It's like when you watch HG, HGTV and they're buying the $5 million house. What do you do? I finger paint for a living. See? There's right. a lot of opportunity That's in that, true. Right. See? <laughs> yeah.
7: We do. I mean, to that point, though, we do want to have, you know, flexible, learning spaces and flexible opportunities so we do want to have learning that happens outside the four walls of a classroom and we do not plan to have the um, delivery of the content to be only lecture style we really want our kids to be engaged um, and to to have some ownership in their own learning so we do we, we are looking for outside the box um, opportunities for our kids, and I'm sure that will include, like you said, community partners and field trips and all kinds of different experiences for them.
2: Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate you both being here. Ambassador Christian School in Huntersville, ambassadorchristian.net, ambassadorchristian.net. Find your way. You can engage. They're looking for the community. They just want the community to take a part. They care about children. They care about what uh, what your kids are learning, what they're seeing socially, interaction, biblically, faith-based perspective. You might care about that a little bit. AmbassadorChristian.net. Good morning, LKN fan. We appreciate you. We love you, my kith. We're going to see you tomorrow. <laughs>